thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. Yep, so this is how we uh, go trawling through all the stories that are taking place during the week. Now, on social media, on Twitter, there was an outcry. Um, it was actually quite a fascinating story. It was not something that I had uh, heard of before. It's called Hashtag Swedengate, and it looks at the um, social practice of food. And there was a, a bit of a stir online where um, people on Twitter and Reddit were saying that Swedes don't feed child guests dinner. And it caused a bit of a stir online. But maybe it hadn't been explained properly. Maybe it had. But we thought, well, let's try and understand this a little further. And Dr. Timothy Heffernan is a postdoctoral fellow at the University of New South Wales School of Built Environment in Australia. And uh, he wrote a really interesting article which can be found on theconversation.com. Love theconversation.com. Great um, articles which give you such insights into not just academia, but people and how they operate. Dr. Heavenen, thanks so much for joining us. Good to be with you, Michelle. How are you? I'm absolutely brilliant. And uh, I must say, you totally, um, like, uh, then really gave us some interesting insights into that Swedengate story. But perhaps, as you wrote, it tells us less about Sweden, but perhaps a lot more about ourselves. And I wonder if you could tell us, where did the story come from originally? Talk to us about what people were saying. So basically about a week ago, there was a post that sort of went viral on Reddit, the social media site Reddit. Uh, and uh, basically there was a, uh, a post that someone responded to, uh, which was, you know, what's the strangest or, or, or weirdest thing you've had to do culturally or religiously whilst you're at someone else's house. Uh, and one of the top comments was from someone who said that when they were a child and they were at a Swedish friend's house, uh, they were asked to stay in another room while the rest of the family went to eat dinner. Uh, so this led to, you know, a little bit of a controversy, as, as you've just described, where a lot of internet users uh, have been, you know, talking about, you know, why this might happen, you know, what this might mean. The, the controversy has probably stemmed from the fact that uh, Sweden, like all the, the Nordic countries, are well known uh, for, you know, being uh, very sort of um, happy, uh, you know, uh, sort of socially connected, um, you know, happy sort of equal um, countries. They, they always do very well on those metrics. Uh, and so I think this took a lot of people by surprise and led to questions about, uh, you know, who is uh, who is invited to, to share a meal in a, in a prosperous country like Sweden. So, Dr. Heffernan, I mean, it's an interesting one because you say, why would this happen? And, and I think that that is a question. I mean, certainly many South Africans would respond to it and say, that's just the craziest thing they've ever heard. I mean, some you know, that I go to visit my friend or my child goes to visit uh, his friend and then they all go downstairs to eat and he must stay in the bedroom until they finished eating <laughs> or, or, or the playroom or wherever he is. Why would this happen? What is this about? Well, I think the first thing to mention is, 
this probably wouldn't happen in, in every single household in Sweden. I think it, it mm. might, there might be some truth to it in, um, you know, in some households, but I wouldn't say it's something that would occur in every single house across the country. Uh, there's, I guess, many different uh, reasons why um, people online suggested this would happen, such as, you know, maybe um, children were unaccounted for during uh, meal planning. Uh, maybe it's, it's a class thing as well, potentially, uh, or, or maybe as well, uh, people, uh, you know, the, the house that was um, that the child was staying at, maybe they presumed that the child's parents uh, would cook them dinner and they didn't want them to feed the child and then for that for that dinner to go to waste. So there were a few of the, the different responses offered online. Um, but I think, uh, you know, as you said at the start of this segment, um, you know, uh, this sort of opens up more questions uh, about the rest of us, not, not just about Sweden. So I think it, it sort of says um, that there are a lot of um, sort of cultural norms uh, and sort of unsaid and unwritten ideas about sort of how we eat, when we eat, what we eat and who we might eat with. So I think for um, households where this might happen, um, there could be, uh, you know, some ideas here about, um, you know, who is part of the family um, versus, you know, the status of a guest um, and not wanting potentially to, uh, you know, offend um, other people such as the, the child's parents. You know, it's it's so interesting because I think in so many countries, um, we, we understand the table um, where people eat as a place of uh, cultural togetherness. And yet, as you say, perhaps it's about learning that in other countries, maybe the table isn't that place, that there might be other places instead. Well, that's right. Or that there's a more complicated understanding about yeah, who is admitted to the table. Uh, it's, it's a very good point um, in the post on, um, on the you know, I talked about the idea of closeness and distance. Uh, so yes. often, um, you know, we, we might think of it, it's sort of uncomfortable to eat with a stranger, someone we don't know. It's, it's more comfortable to eat with someone we do know. Um, now, that's not necessarily something that we're sort of taught or, or that's ever sort of explicitly said, but it's certainly something that we might feel. There also might be, you know, big differences between um, eating fast food or, or, or having finger food at a meeting versus a, a formal sit-down dinner. Um, and these all come with their own ideas about sort of, you know, who we share space with, um, you know, and what the, the sort of meaning of a, of a meal and, and a shared experience like that. Uh, yeah, so it, it sort of throws up more, more questions than, than it does answer. But there's some interesting yeah. things here, I think, to be said about um, the sort of cultural norms that, that often go unsaid um, but, uh, but are certainly present in all um, cultures and, and countries across the world. You know, one of the things that, uh, that, that you note is this idea that denial doesn't necessarily mean that it's an act of inhospitality. Um, yeah. and, and I think that, that's, that, that if we're going to try and understand each other and one another, that perhaps that is something that, as hard as it is, it, it's something we need to consider. Well, that's right. Um, and online, um, you know, a lot of uh, comparisons were made with, say, the, the Mediterranean area or the, or the, mm. the um, sort of South um, European area, uh, as well as Asia, where it would be sort of unheard of to not, um, you know, play that hospitable role when a guest um, is is um, over at your house. Uh, you know, there's so there's in that example, we can see um, that, uh, you know, there are these sorts of um, practices and, and sort of norms that people abide by, which would be um, one that would sort of espouse hospitality in that sense of, of sharing, of, of being open, um, of being very generous in that sense. Uh, and, uh, you know, by, by being, by 
open, by being open and sharing and, and all of those sorts of things, they're sort of complying by those cultural norms that I, that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, so then when we think about somewhere where that um, that looks a little bit different, such as maybe in, in the Nordic world, um, yeah. we might say that, yeah, it's not necessarily inhospitable uh, to, to sort of deny someone a meal or, or, to, or for there to be uh, different ideas about how we share food. Um, instead it's just people again um, sort of abiding by those uh, sort of norms and, and sort of practices that might be common in that part of the world. Dr Heffernan thank you this is such a great conversation and I certainly believe it's something that um, could be taken forward. Timothy Heffernan is a postdoctoral fellow at the University of New South Wales School of Built Environment and uh, he, he wrote an article which was on the conversation theconversation.com go and look it up uh, should you feel your child guests dinner and what the story tells us about food culture and social expectations and I suppose it uh, was it's such a great way of thinking about how do we think of our culture how do we think of what our expectations around hospitality and culture are and how different is it all over the world it doesn't necessarily say that people are mean-spirited. It just means that they may be different to us. Wonderful story that uh, created um, a huge furore on social media, but also like real debate and discussion. And I thought it was a good one as well. It's 10 to 8.